The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Again, it's The Real Money Show. We talk about real money. What is real money? Gold and physical silver. They've been around for thousands of years. They are 100% effective against inflation. Isn't that right, Jerry? 100% proven, peer-reviewed. <laughs> uh, my name is Jeremy Wiseman. This is Jerry Karaya joining me. Um, Jerry, a couple things that you have upcoming in the show, all Outlook um, associated for 2022, correct? Lots of fire coming up for 2022. What, what kind of things sure. are we going to be looking at? Well, kind of dissecting the theme, what it was in 2020, what brought us here from 2021 it was really just a lot of hot air from the fed a lot of raising rates um tightening so we saw a sort of a um a push down on the gold prices prop up in the u.s but this is all unraveling so for 2022 uh we have a lot to look forward to a lot of upside for gold then we have some technical analysts that uh, really uh, extrapolated the massive 20-year gold cup and handle chart so a lot of exciting things to look forward to a lot of um a lot of breakout potential here in 2022 and further about silver a continuation of the short squeeze jeremy a lot of short squeeze talk coming from uh some fx analysts so you know uh, for me personally i like to offset some of our news that we get and filter it through the lens of currencies because as you mentioned gold and silver to us are money so we have to view it as such money or currency so very exciting times going forward in 2022 yeah we always have to remember that gold and silver are is money and what we use what we have in the bank is a currency and that currency is being fast devalued which is why we're seeing inflation. For me, some things I've brought to the table here, Jerry, I've got uh, some stuff about supply chains and um, we'll review some other things about what's going on with uh, the outlook as well as just looking at some of these narratives that are collapsing and maybe we can start there um, and weave that through with the financial repression that we're seeing. But I'd like to start with some of the, the failed narratives and maybe we can use that as a, as a jump off point. Um, for me, one of the big narratives that I think is going to fail, uh, or two big two big themes, is going to be the green economy, and and the Federal Reserve's narrative that um, that there's very little inflation, or that there's going to be little that they can do, or that they don't want to create a recession, et cetera, et cetera. Their whole their whole narrative is completely lost. They look like they look like uh, they are short circuiting. Mm -hmm. completely they yeah. they still have it under control and i find you know when i when i look at at them i can't tell if they just don't know what they're doing or they do know what they're doing and they're just being really conniving about it mm -hmm. they know how much money they're printing mm -hmm. they know how much how fragile the system is and yet they just won't admit it they won't and, admit and it. they just keep blowing hot air on it my question is is at what point do they just go let it go we're yeah. going to we're going to let it go. This is what we've always wanted. We're going to let it go. We're going to get to the new the new system. Which by the way, did you hear about the congressman in the states who um tabled a bill like they've he's written the bill but it hasn't it's not gone through yet. It's just written. The bill's okay. written. The Fed can't issue um for the Fed not to issue digital currencies. Hmm. 
That's a pretty good one, right? That's that's really massive. When we talk about cryptocurrencies, uh, it relies heavily on on government and national um, the the adoption. And if uh, if the U.S. is not going to adopt the move towards issuing a currency or striking it down, that's massive. That's a big blow. Right. Well, I think it's a big blow to to uh, the Great Reset, because the idea of the Great Reset would be, well, if we issue these digital currencies that are from the central bank, then if we don't like what you're saying, we'll censor you by not allowing you to use the currency, you know, take things off your resume, go in, change your social credit score, maybe stop you from even opening your phone, mm-hmm. um, all sorts of things. Uh, you get into your car, it's a good point, drive, and you can only drive three kilometers from your house. There's all sorts of things that can be done once you're completely digital. on a digital, quote unquote, meta world, right? You could be completely cut off. So I think this is a, would be a great bill. I mm-hmm. think it's a great bill that they've put out there that they know five, six, seven moves ahead, we need to stop the Fed if they get this far. Mm-hmm. Um, that leads to the idea of the Green New Deal. You know, a, a lot of these things, the Fed ha- has, what they're doing is just a name. There's clearly no thought process behind it. And the same goes for the Green New Deal. Um, I like following uh, David Morgan. He He's discussed this at length, the idea that there is just not enough silver to put into solar power to get people off the to get people off of fossil fuels. Right. It just can't happen. We don't have the energy to build it. We don't have the energy to, to we don't have the resources to build it. So how are you going to get this going? So it, it just seems like such a, a pipe dream to to do this deal. And this is part of the whole kind of collapsing narratives. Energy prices are going through the roof. How are you supposed to get to a Green New Deal if the energy prices are through the roof? And obviously, that's going to lead into the idea of the supply chains, right? Mm -hmm. That the supply chains are breaking down. Energy prices are rising. How are you supposed to send parts if there's energy costs are huge in Germany? How are you supposed to send parts to China to build something that's going to be sent over to the States? Right. Right. But there are, you know, there's some good things happening. Like I did get my fridge. Oh, congratulations. It only only took over a year. One year. How do you see all of these supply chain issues, this breakdown of narrative, applying to the precious metals market? Well, you're seeing, um, you know, for the, for example, the narrative comes from the top. And when we're talking about gold and silver, we're talking about the narrative coming from the top. So we're, we're going to be taking from the U.S. Federal Reserve. And from the Fed come the analysts, the news channels, who tout the same narrative of they used um, the inflationary that it's going to be temporary. Um, they're taking the the exact script from the Federal Reserve chairman, and they're bringing it even to their clients. The banks are even using this narrative and really boxing the client in. Like you're not going to be looking at gold. Gold is has gone down because of raising interest rates. So you're bringing this 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 narrative to combat someone's gut feeling. The, the fact of the matter is the narrative is breaking down. And people come to us. We're, we're coming here and we feel that there's something totally wrong with the economy, especially. How can we stand still? We're not standing still. We're getting off our butts and we're getting out of the banking system. We're getting out of currencies. The problem is you're, you must get out of an asset that is denominated in fiat currency. Because once you do that, then you can 
protect against the loss of purchasing power. And the number one Googled item still today is inflation. So if we're not addressing it properly, um, you know, this inflation will catch up. It's already out of the box. Hyperinflation is next, and that has to be addressed. So the narrative will fall apart and is falling apart, Jeremy, because inflation, the cat's out the bag, the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, people can see it, right? They, you can tell them that inflation is at, you know, for years, for years, people, the, the government has said inflation's at 2%. And then you say, well, I, I just, you talk to anybody, they go, well, it's probably more like six. Exactly. So that so means why am I supposed we... to believe the government on their inflation numbers? What else am I not supposed to believe exactly. the government on? Exactly. Why am I supposed to believe the Fed if they say, well, we're not quite in a recession? Excuse me, Mr. Powell, how many restaurants are, can you go to now? How many restaurants have closed? Are you saying that none of those waiters have, have houses? Mm -hmm. Are you saying they just don't count? I know on their employment numbers in the States, if you haven't looked for a job for a couple of years, that's it. You just don't count, yeah. right? Yeah, you're it, off. It doesn't work like that. Just because you stop reporting on those things doesn't mean they're actually happening. There are There is a silent majority out there. Mm -hmm. And people can look around and they say, government says inflation's at 4%. You're kidding me. No. I go to the grocery store. My insurance is going up. You know, even here at the office, MailChimp, the prices went up. Salesforce, Salesforce. the price went up. Insurance went up. Everything's going up. So you can't sit there and say, well, it's only 4%. I'm sorry. That's, that's the narrative that is just completely false. And people are really starting to see through that. So the next step is, is how do we battle it? How do mm -hmm. we get through that? Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later about the World Gold Council, how, how to combat that. Um, gold is a proven, has proven itself time and time again throughout history, um, especially during times of economic collapse and, and crashes. Gold does perform, especially when the, the VIX, the volatility increases, you want to get into gold. So um, there, are, there are proven methods, and again, they're, they're proven. Jeremy, 100 percent effective exactly. against inflation. What does that mean? It means gold and silver is real money, and what you have right now are currencies that are being devalued at a rapid rate, so rapid that now it's it's no longer it's no longer quiet the way the government would say it was two, and it was probably closer to five or six. So every ten years, you would say, "Oh, I'm down 50 percent." Right? You didn't notice it as much. Now you are really noticing it. And so now is the time for action. Now you have to get out of those devaluing currencies and into something that is a physical store of wealth. And if you can't hold it, you don't own it. It's all about physical gold, physical silver. And that's what we help people do at Guildhall. We help them acquire physical gold and physical silver. The number 18778 silver. The website, guildhallwealth.com, you can own physical gold in an RSP or a TFSA, physical silver as well, and it's fully allocated, fully segregated. You directly own that product. It is not owned by anybody else. There's no counterparty risk. And in the next segment, Jerry, I think we should be talking about the counterparty risk, not just in investing, but also in just having cash in the bank, just having fiat currency in the bank. What are the dangers there? The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. It's the real money show on Global News Radio, six forty Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio six forty Toronto. 
Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. It's all about physical precious metals because that creates zero counterparty risk. You want to make sure that if you're storing your wealth, you want to make sure that no one else has a claim on that. So if you have anything that's paper denominated, there's a counterparty. There's an investing going on. We're not, we're not advisors. Please seek those who you trust. But at the end of the day, physical gold and physical silver are simply a hard asset means of storing wealth. It's not the end-all be-all. It's a part of the story. And the big story, the big narrative that's collapsing is the Federal Reserve story of inflation is transitory. Nah, they canceled Gone. that one. They started to walk that back. This is another big theme I think we're going to see in the early part of 2022. It's a lot of walking back here. And, um, you know, now they, they're being forced by all these different entities to want to raise rates, except they can't. If they raise rates, they're going to pummel. You know, what happens to the servicing of the debt when you've increased debt? Their balance sheets increased from $4 trillion to over $9 trillion. How are they going to service debt? That's just one example. How are you supposed to service debt when the interest rates are rising? Mm -hmm. That's just more and more. Where are you supposed to get that money in an, in a time where prices are already going through the roof? That's right. And you're already having trouble getting people and people being laid off because they won't take as, and I'll take this from, um, from David Morgan. They won't have a medical procedure. So they're being laid off. Right. Right. So it's all just kind of falling apart in that sense. And how do people protect themselves? What do you think of this fed narrative that's falling apart? We'll continue on that. Well, over the over the course of the the latter part of 2021, it's been the narrative of uh, a lot of hawkishness from the Fed, which means things uh, things are really heating up. So therefore, we need to start tightening the balance sheet, as well as uh, potential for rate hikes. And as soon as you do that, the U.S. dollar starts to move up. As a result, pushes and keeps the metals down a bit. But it's quite resilient. Gold still held held at 1,800 mark. Silver's around 22. Uh, on average during that time. But the problem is, and this is the big kicker, you've already priced this in. You've already showed your hand. And historically, if the Fed, which is slated to just raise rates three times, beginning in March, if they just do three times, it's going to miss the market. It's going to, it, the market won't like it. They are now going to expect at least four. They want aggressiveness. Uh, and if the market doesn't even get the three, if they just get two and they start moonwalking it back, we're going to see a moonshot for precious metals. And this they is always the case. They couldn't even handle it back in 2018 when Jerome Powell was trying to raise rates and the debt in the U.S. was $24 trillion and their balance sheet was $4 trillion. What are they supposed to do now? The, the debts have been massively ballooned. What makes you think they're going to be able to do anything now? You'd even have to sit there and say they'd have to double up on what they even tried to do in 2018 and mm -hmm. failed. Mm -hmm. So here we are. They, they're backed into a corner, can't raise rates. Can't, if they keep printing money, people are going to say, you're, you're letting inflation out of control. Well, guess what? They don't have control anymore. They don't have control. If, you're, if, if people are starting to understand that if they put their faith in the Fed, they are done for. They, right. they are on their own. They have to take action. They have to take the power and control into their own hands. What do you think about that, Jerry? Exactly. And I mean, don't take it from us. I mean, I'm, what I'm sharing is analysis taken from Bloomberg, the U.S. Federal Reserve, and the World Gold Council. This is actually taken from the World Gold Council's Gold Outlook for 2022. Um, and the analysis does show of previous tightening cycles. It shows that the Fed has tended to not tighten monetary policy as aggressively as members of the committee had initially expected. 
And further, they have a chart that shows gold has typically outperformed following the first rate hike of a Fed tightening cycle. And this is versus U.S. stocks, U.S. treasuries. So you normally think if you're going to be tightening, it's good for the U.S. dollar. But in fact, it's good for gold. Is that the I think I saw this earlier. I think I, I looked at is this the dot chart where they show all of the times that they said they were going to raise to up to here and then didn't? Yes, it's a it's an interesting dot chart because they they never get the anywhere near close to what they say they're going to do. Uh, I was listening to a video with Greg Hemke, who's a, a great analyst yes. in the gold market. And he said that how many times um, has you know, JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs came out and said, the Fed's going to raise rates four times this year, and then just never did, right? So again, this is about not necessarily putting your faith into, into other people. I just think in this case, a promise is comfort to a fool. And it's not a time to be foolish right now. And it's not a time to be naive. We have to think about our wealth. We have to think about where things are going and inflation is here. And, it, and this is, the, I even have an issue with the word inflation, Jerry, because it's, it's misleading. It's a devaluing of the currency at a rapid rate. Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to do? And this leads to, to where, let's talk about where, where our problems are. If we leave cash, fiat currency in the bank at getting less than 1%, and you know inflation is probably even at a even at a conservative rate close to 10%. Right. That's a guaranteed loss of 10% over the next year. Okay? So if I have 100,000 in the bank, by next year it'll buy me $90,000 worth of goods. If it doesn't increase from here, if it doesn't get worse. And as supply chains break down, I think it's going to get worse and we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit with regards to precious metals so people can understand why prices might rise even if the paper price doesn't rise simply because of supply chains. We'll get into that. So again, if you got 100,000 in the bank getting less than 1% and then in a year from now inflation's up 10% at minimum, you're down 9 you're basically at $90,000 nominally, right? Mm -hmm. In the real world. Okay, so what do you do? Throw it into the stock market and you hope that the stock market's going to outperform because dividends don't pay that much. Mm -mm. No. So you're going to take some risk. You're going to take some risk with, val with stocks that are so highly valued at this point after a decade of gains. Who wants to take that sort of risk? And why do you have to take that kind of risk is the better question, even a bigger question. Then look at real estate. You want to keep going into real estate? You want to you be the last in when that bubble finally bursts? You know, people might say, well, it, it hasn't burst yet. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. Okay. Look at the numbers. Look at what would happen if interest rates did go up a couple points. Right. Mm. I don't think a lot of people planned when they thought of their mortgage payments that they would be dealing with 20% increases on chicken right. and milk. You know, they weren't planning that. They weren't planning for their gas prices to rise. Maybe it's offset. They're working at home. Oops. Someone just lost their job. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. So that's a that's another issue to consider. Okay, we're not saying gold and silver are the end all, but you definitely want to think about hedging, don't you think? Absolutely, it is a necessary thing, and I think you hit the nail on the head with complacency, um, with the with the narrative falling apart and people questioning things. Now people are coming here. The amount of people that came in this week, Jeremy, I just I took a week off last week. I'm back. It was just a good time off, but the amount of great people I met this week was amazing. Just to have you know entrepreneurs coming in and talking about costs and wages and misclassification of what this inflation is. Yes, it's a loss of purchasing power. It's an increase of money supply. You need more of these loonies to buy some shoes, to buy some, to buy some 
you know, food. And are you earning that much more? No, the, the government gave you, what, uh, 75 cents to your minimum wage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so many people are feeling cornered because they're like, well, you, you got to stay invested. You got to stay in the bank. You got to stay, stay the course. Um, but people don't feel like doing that. Am I right? People do not feel like they, that they should continue when other narratives around the world are falling apart left, right and center. And they don't want to be a stat. Yeah, and this leads to the idea that, you know, the supply chain issues become a geopolitical issue as well. You've got countries that are dealing with in intense energy costs rising, uh, labor shortages, right? How do you get things to market? How do you sell these things if you can't get them to market, mm -hmm. right? So you end up with a daisy chain of reasons why all of a sudden everything just collapses, right? So how do you deal with that? What are you supposed to do? And, and how do you guarantee that you're going to have what you have in a, in a year? So I think complacency out the window, you have to start to take action today. I think when we start to look at the supply chain, let's just think of this for a second. In Ontario, they're limiting the amount of trucks coming across. Well, if we're selling physical gold and silver, and that limits the amount that we're coming getting, okay, we don't know that yet, for sure. It's, a, it's something we're going to have to monitor. But there could be delays, which right now, if we want to, if we sell out of silver maples, it's going to be six weeks to get a new batch of silver maples in. Mm -hmm. 100 ounce bars over a month. That's how tight this market is. Now you add shortages or, or supply chain issues on top of that. Everyone's prices are going to rise. Some of our competitors, as you know, Jerry, who have, have always been very, very good on pricing, all of a sudden are way higher than we are. Mm -hmm. And everyone is suffering in terms of the shortages in that side. So are you going to be able to get the toilet paper when there's a panic? And what would the panic look like if it was actually food shortages, mm -hmm. right? I'm not talking about just not being able to get summer shoes for your kid, which was a tough enough task this year. It was. I'm talking about what happens when, when things like food. And Jerry, I got to tell you, I went to the grocery store yesterday and there were lots of holes yeah. And there were lots of things on the shelf where if you looked behind, there was nothing, nothing. behind them. Mm. So there's kind of spreading out the inventory and people aren't going to restaurants. So they are shopping more at groceries. Okay. Maybe a bit of an offset, but it's an issue. And I just don't think people should be complacent, not just with those type of things, but with their money, mm -hmm. the, the, the inflation's happening. That is, it is inflation. Uh, that is the number one concern. And, and it's having, it's driving individuals to do a lot more reading and, and find out what did this, what did what happened during the 70s and 80s and it's driving many individuals to research and start diving into what type of banking system do we have here in Canada and around the world it's a fractional reserve system and this is the this is a very big problem and for me personally it's probably the top three probably number one which is the fractional reserve system it's a Ponzi scheme because for every ten dollars Jeremy that you deposit at the bank or I deposit at the bank they the banks take nine of those dollars and then they can loan it out and they will rinse and repeat over and over again. But the minute I and my family want to take the money out, well, the loans start getting tighter. Uh, the, the, the credit starts getting tighter and you don't want to be the last one in the bank. You don't want to be the last one, uh, you know, logging into your bank and seeing your dollars on the screen and how good that looks or how good your money looks in a safe. Because let me tell you, the, as quickly as inflation has crept up to, to, to 10 to 12% where we're at today, it can double, it can triple in, in price. Look at places like Turkey and Venezuela. This is reality. A G20 nation in Turkey has seen their currency 
fall off the board. Five and a half times, which gold and silver both gone up five and a half times in that country. So why wait? I mean, there is there is no point of waiting around or trying to combat this with with anything but history. This is historic. Very quick, Jerry. We have about a minute and a half. Yeah. What do you think about bail-ins? We saw them in Cyprus. We've seen capital controls. Could we see something like that happen here? What are your thoughts of, of its potentiality at this point in time? Well, look, there was a good paper uh, that was written years ago. I think it was 2000 and, um, and nine or no, sort of 2011. It was written by the Canadian Center of Policy Alternatives, and it was called The Big Bank's Big Secret. I recommend people look it up. All it shows is the top five Canadian banks received bailout money uh, from the U.S. Federal Reserve. And this totally de- de- destroys the myth that Canadians, uh, the Canadian banks fared so, you know, so much better than the U.S. It was a U.S. problem. It was Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, nothing to do with Canada. Every bank, from CIBC to TD Bank, RBC, received approximately $70 billion in bailout funds. Had they not have received that, they would have been underwater, Jeremy. So 2013... By in the Canadian budget, and uh, you know they see us as unsecured creditors. That's what it, how it's written. Um, so when it's when it's written in there, uh, and they continue to revise the the definition of what a Ooh. bail-in is, that's when you got to be leery. You got to be worried. You got to be leery of revised definitions. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. It's all about physical precious metals. Yes, these debts don't matter until they matter, and you have to start asking how much inflation is enough. While you're doing so, remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. You contact Guildhall. will help you get physical gold, physical silver in your portfolio. Hold it in a vault. Take some home. Have some for a rainy day or even put some in your physical, in your RSP, TFSA, Lira, Lift, Riff to hold that wealth through these tough times. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We'll change our, our tune a little bit. We want to look about where the prices of the metals are headed and think about some good times ahead and some sunny days ahead in the next segment. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's all about physical precious metals. This is real money. This is thousands of years, time-tested, that it holds its value and, and will protect you against inflation, against devaluing fiat currencies. Fiat currencies do not last much longer than a little over 100 years. We've got a couple that, have, that are past their due date. They're tasting a little sour, and we're seeing the consequences of this. We're seeing the consequences of mass amounts of money printing, suppressing the rates for a decade plus. This is financial repression. This is, putting, this is like suffocating people in terms of their wealth. Now, you add to that, Jerry, because this didn't just start. I mean, you could go back to 71. You could go back even further to when they created the Fed, but at the end of the day, how much do they tax you every year on, on the money that you on the money that you make? How much do they take away from you through inflation by saying inflation's at two, but it's really at five? So they just kind of take that three percent. Today it's happening at a rapid rate. We can all see it now. And then paying taxes on top of it, right? While the government just turns around and prints a ton of money. They didn't ask you. They didn't ask your permission, right? That's causing all of this. It's right. financial repression, and you have to vote 
your way out of it with your own dollars. Mm -hmm. You have to take action and walk over and say, I am no longer participating in this. And the only way to protect yourself from not being another statistic is to have some physical wealth in your portfolio. So on that note, let's talk about the potential for precious metals in this type of scenario that we're seeing today. I'd like to bring uh, to the table, just to bring our focus back to the World Gold Council's uh, gold report for 2022. And in summary, uh, they had kind of dissected some headwinds for gold, things that could sure. push gold down potentially in 2022. Uh, so it's a more conservative look. I like the conclusion that we can have some conservative views here. Uh, so a couple of headwinds for 2022 for gold, which would be, which would be higher interest rates, maybe strengthen that U.S. dollar, which will in essence, push down the gold prices. So that's, those are the two headwinds for gold. Okay, can I, can I uh, comment on that one? Sure. Okay. When I started working here at Guildhall, uh, Greenspan was raising interest rates at every meeting, a quarter point. And on the day of, sometimes the price of gold would go up and sometimes the price of gold and silver would go down. And there was no real rhyme or reason. It would be either, oh, the dollar's getting strong, dump your gold, or, or wait a minute, they're raising rates? You mean there's inflation? They're fighting inflation? That's a problem? We should own gold, right? Either way, throughout that whole period, prices of metals went up. Yeah. It didn't matter how much they raised rates, the prices of metals went up. And the only way you could get prices to go down in a raising rate scenario is if you could pull a Volcker, mm-hmm. right? And Volcker raised them to double digits plus. So you can't do that today. You can't. You might as well just shut it all down, slam the chessboard and be and be, be done with it. But mm-hmm. you can't do that today. So that puts them in a pickle. Because if you do, the markets collapse, the markets get crushed, the stock markets will collapse. Uh, so the three, three or four tailwinds, which would be the wind to push up gold and silver prices going forward in 2022 are consistent, persistent, high, high inflation, the market volatility with the geopolitics, robust demand from other sectors besides central banks. So central bank buying through the roof. I was reading um, a report from MF Precious Metals uh, talking about silver deficits going forward in 2022, 2023, simply because of the advancements in, in vehicles. Every Everyone's car these days have a touch screen and all of that stuff going into the, the, the infotainment systems lined with silver and they're doing their very best to try to skim back on the silver content in these technologies but they just can't so we're going to see deficits supply and demand but negative real rates this is where we have the issue with persistent high inflation and you have a 10-year treasury yield yielding about one one and a half percent one point eight percent you're in negative territory gold and silver will start to perform in this environment so they're they have concluded that 2022 will be an amazing, a shiny year for gold and silver. Love it. Let's talk about where we see some prices really headed. I know you've brought some articles that show. Let's let's start with the cup and handle. I thought that was an interesting. This is sort of your domain, the old cup and handle. What do we take from this? Um, what does it mean very quickly, and how do we apply it to the precious metals? Yeah. So for my background, I'm a you know I'm an FX trader. I used to trade um, corp, uh, corporate FX. So love charts, love Fibonacci, love Fibonacci circles, and I love I, I take the information from technical analysts a lot just to see what they're talking about. And when we're talking about technical formations, it's very important to uh, not so much look at 
you know, day trading. We're not day trading here. So you have to go back and go back 20 years. And this is a 20-year cup and handle chart. Looks like a teacup. And what it indicates is a massive bull cycle, a new super cycle in gold and silver uh, coming up very soon. Uh, so two technical analysts, uh, Bob Lucas, he's famed technical analyst, as well as uh, Patrick Kareem. You could view him on YouTube, great YouTube uh, technical analyst, great charts. And this particular chart um, of gold was paralleled with the, the Ethereum chart. So the cryptocurrency Ethereum, how it started, and it's literally lockstep charts. You can literally layer the gold on top of the Ethereum chart, and they, uh, there's a perfect match. Okay, and but what, what are we supposed to extrapolate from that? So basically, in Ethereum, going back a couple years in 2017, Ethereum was $180 US per ounce. By 2020, we looked to Ethereum today, and that price is 4200 Ethereum price. So which puts, if we can extrapolate and do exactly what this cup and handle did for Ethereum, this is exactly the same degree the same angle of the growth that we'll see in gold as well. This will project gold prices to anywhere from 6,700 to 10,000 US per ounce. And this is going to happen before 2025. Well, sorry, how much an ounce? 67 US per ounce gold up to $10,000 gold Over price. the next five years? Yes, within five years. Right. I love this for two reasons. One, it, it describes the cup and handle by two major analysts. <clears throat> so they're saying what you've been saying for quite some time. What's also kind of interesting is that, you know, if you look at the market cap for Bitcoin, I think it's something like, like a trillion and, and uh, gold is like 10 trillion. So to, to get these type of moves to happen in gold means you need a lot more people involved in the gold market, right? And it makes, and to understand that it kind of makes it look like um, Ethereum is sort of a, a smaller market. But if you have people move from 2% of the population owning gold to 10% of the population owning gold, this move happens. Mm -hmm. And if you have enough people panicked about what they're seeing in terms of these, the narratives that they no longer believe that, oh, you've been telling me for years that, you know, that there's clothes there, but right, but, uh, but he's not wearing any clothes. Yeah. So um, this is the idea. Yeah, you have to have physical, you've got to get out of the way. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Pick up a tube of silver maples. This would be a great way to have some sort of money cash on hand, if you will. A great way to start. Great way to get your feet wet. Get a tube of maples, a ten ounce bar, maybe an ounce of gold. Get an understanding of how this all works, the premiums, etc. This is a retail product, and then you can give us a call or go to the website, and we can start to talk to about how to build up a portfolio where maybe you're storing some physical, or maybe you're even putting it into an RSP where you're holding it physically and it's allocated, segregated. You have direct ownership of your product and you even get those serial numbers. The emperor has no clothes. Go for something that is a hundred percent effective against inflation and it's physical gold, physical silver, one eight seven seven eight silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. It's the real money show on Global News Radio. Stick with us. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you'd like to get started with some small products, just get your feet wet, start to understand the physical gold and silver market, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. We're going to continue our conversation here about the outlook for 2022. Before we get into silver, Jerry, I wanted to just remind our audience of some numbers that we gave out last year. Over a three-year perspective on gold, in 2019 and 2020, gold was up 35% in Canadian dollars, and in 2021, it was down 4.1% as the Fed gave the narrative that inflation was transitory. So for a net gain of for three years, gold was up 30.9% or 10% a year. In 2019 to 2020, silver was up 54% in Canadian dollars, and in 2021, it gave back 12%. That's a net gain for three years of 41.9% or 13.96% a year. You're going to cover your costs. You're going to cover the cost to store this if if that's an issue. The fact is, it is, is it is hedging against the devaluing of the currency that they like to call inflation. That word is not a good way to discuss what's actually happening. They are destroying the currency that you are holding, that we are holding in our banks. And people are realizing the one of the best ways to stop this from happening, to stop this theft, yeah. is to get some physical gold and silver. Jerry, let's talk about silver and what the projections are for silver this year. Well, what you explained uh, really just highlights what we saw. Uh, and w- what we saw here was a semi-blow off the top from August 2020. So we did have uh, a high in 2020 in summertime and a blow off that we had a consolidation, a back test. And now we're going to see the next next leg up. We have inflation going through the roof and continuing, and there is a rush to real assets. We saw in 2020 the silver squeeze, when you talked about participation, all we need is about a one to 2% participation in the silver market, especially that created pandemonium. People started to rush towards silver, buy silver, buy silver to the point where the LBMA had to write a missive. Had this had continued for another 48 hours, another few days, they would not have enough silver to back themselves up. They said the quiet part out loud, right? Yes, exactly. And this is what we're going to see again. We're going to see a massive short squeeze again in 2022. I just talked about deficits in the technological industry, automotive industry. Everybody needs silver. Now we have the investors running to real assets, getting away from paper fiat, and will participate in the gold and silver market because there's a fear of missing out. And and over the course of 2021, while the price looked like it wasn't doing a whole lot, the physical supplies off the comics were, were falling, right? That's right. Um, I don't have the figure, but we did have an amount that... It's like 80 million. 80 million ounces or 80 million ounces of silver. Yeah. That is massive. So you have physical coming out of the market at a, at a drastic rate when you have participation. The mom and pops coming in, the corporations that are coming on board here at Guildhall, uh, setting up corporate accounts, getting the money off the balance sheets on a corporation into physical. That can be done. So I took another article from a FX firm, FX Empire, who has some really good technical an- analysis. I love their work. And they talk about the short squeeze again. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Let's hear what 
this FX firm is saying about silver? Yeah, they basically started off by saying, well, we started the 2022 off on an extremely bullish note, and that trend is likely going to continue, and it won't change anytime soon for silver. So this bullishness will continue. As we see a rapid surge in global inflation, tightening supply, soaring demand, bottlenecks in silver. How many weeks out for for our monster boxes and 100 ounce bars? We're looking at about a month. Paul was saying six six weeks, month and a half to get some silver maples, and it looks like many dealers across the country are already out of product. Yeah, so they're still waiting for product to come in. Thankfully, thankfully, um, our fearless leaders continue to just buy, buy, buy. Every time the price of silver was down 10 cents, it was buy more. Every time the price of gold was down, buy more. And uh, thankfully, we've been able to get some product in. But it doesn't take much for for this retail product supplies to get absolutely zapped. Exactly. So the uh, FX Empire wrote that the silver has a habit habit of lagging behind the rest of the commodities complex for extended periods of time. But once it gets going, it really gets going. With silver trading around $23 an ounce, it's one of the most undervalued metals on earth right now and presents the biggest upside potential. In their opinion, Jeremy, silver is definitely the best trade right now and the one to watch in 2022. So the canary in the coal mine, you had copper, you had the rest of the, the base metals, all lithium, nickel, surpassing decade, high, decade highs in recent months. Those are these metals. We call it Dr. Copper. It gives us a direction of what's going on. You look at these little, these base metal markets to get a, get a gauge, a direction of where we're headed. This is indicating for silver and gold to be heading into that massive bull cycle. Yeah, so even if you had value investors coming into the market looking at what's gone up, what hasn't gone up, where can I find some value, they would definitely find that in, in the precious metals market. So the idea is you've got people hedging against inflation. Remember, Physical gold, physical silver, 100% effective against inflation. How do we know? We've got a 1,000 years worth of research where it shows that it is real money and fiat currencies can be printed into absolute oblivion. Jerry, some last comments. I just want people to consider, obviously, right now is the time to get started, to get yourself some silver in your account. Um, but this is the one that I want you to consider. Right now, silver bars are about, you know, priced in with Guildhall, Right now, we're probably unmatched on silver prices. Yeah, we're like $35 on most products. Yeah, for whatever reasons, uh, obviously. 100-ounce we, you know, Paul, just doing an amazing job with the, with the inventories. But this, I want people to consider. Um, so these are 100-ounce Asahi silver bars manufactured in the U.S. and in Canada, actually, in Brampton. These are 100-ounce Asahi silver bars. We have a very limited quantity of these. And I want you to take really seriously consider these bars, uh, economical bars, because when it comes down to investing, you want to try to get to as close to that spot price as possible. And at $3,300 per bar, you can't go wrong. $3,300. Probably $100 or $150 better than anyone across the board. If they have the product. If they have the most, product. Most of the, the dealers across the across the country are selling silver bars for like 35 36 into the $36 range. So this happens to be a, a couple bars that we have that we were able to get really good prices on. And we're just forwarding that right now to the to customers as well if they want to get involved. If they're looking to add 100 ounce bars to their portfolio, consider it. This yeah. is a great way to get ahead. Just to crystallize again, so bars normally with Guildhall 
price around 34 34 50 maybe just under that these bars are 3300 canadian all in fixed price 3300 per 100 ounce bar so take advantage of this right away the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com it's all about physical 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 get some physical precious metals in your portfolio protect against inflation protect against the devaluing of that currency this is the time we're not going to wait another year and hope that it, that the dollar just sticks around and doesn't doesn't devalue. It's not going to happen. It is happening. So we need to get involved. We need to hedge. We have to do this for ourselves. We have to do this for our families and the website guildhallwealth.com. Thank you so much to everyone listening and we can't wait to speak to you next week on the Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.